Hi, everybody. Hello. Scott we're back. and Jen here. We are back. And today's episode is a focus on video critiquing yourself. Yes. So, Jennifer, uh, we were just talking about this like last week when we decided to do this episode. Share with the audience what we talked about. <laughs> well, you called me last week and you were mentioning hey, watching, reviewing one of the podcasts we just recorded that you noticed a filler word yeah. that you were using often throughout. I was, and leading, then I, I was leading with so. A lot of sentences started with so, and, and that's one of my less desirable habits. Well, and that's a good catch. That's a good catch. And when you said that, it triggered what I have been noticing about myself during our podcast is I, I'm thinking as I'm speaking. And so as I'm thinking, I will have these lengthy pauses as I'm gathering my thoughts. And I don't like how that comes across. And so that's, that is feedback that I'm learning about myself during these podcasts. Now, does that kind of, does noticing that kind of thing just make you like, hate yourself, like fill you with self-loathing because a lot of my clients, I, and I'll be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm not um, free of that myself, but a lot of my clients go, I hate looking at myself. I can't stand looking at myself. Because they don't do it enough. Yeah. I, I don't beat myself up for it. I used to, I used to beat myself up when I would video record little short videos that I would post on LinkedIn. Scott, I would take 25 takes before yeah. I would master a, a 60 second clip. And I thought this is ridiculous. This is not about perfection. However, I love watching our videos because it's a reminder of how we are coming across, how we yeah. look, how we sound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I share a story? I, I, Please. It's a great metaphor for videotaping yourself and speaking. Okay. I love to swim. I, I, I like to stay in shape by going to the, to the pool. And I belong to something called the master's swim team now, which makes me sound like I'm a masterful swimmer, but it just means I'm old. <laughs> you know, code for old guy or love old it. people swimming. That's <laughs> not true. I mean, it's 19 years old and up. But anyway, I grew up swimming competitively during the summer, and, and so this is one of the things I do to stay in shape, but I also want to swim well. I'm swimming backstroke one day, and I'm seeing that my feet are kind of waving back and forth behind me, and, and having been a, sw a swimmer and a swim coach for a while, I'm like, this is not right. My feet aren't supposed to be sort of waving behind me in this weird snake-like motion. It's, they should be straight. And I asked the coach, I said, could you take a look at my backstroke? And I swam two laps and I came up, what do you see? And he goes, well, do it again and let me videotape you. And he got out his iPad. And when I came back and I watched the videotape, here's the first thing that happens. It's like, ugh, yuck. <laughs> so because common. in my head, I mean, I hadn't seen a videotape of me swimming for years, decades. In my head, I have this model, this sort of image of what I am and what I'm doing as a swimmer. And of course, it's very close to Michael Phelps, right? Uh, <laughs> I expect this like this, I doubt that. You know, elegant, straight arms, and and you know, I, I look 
tall and lean and efficient. But what I saw in the video did not look tall and lean and efficient. I, I saw two things. I saw kind of a shape that was clearly not Michael Phelps-like, you know, not, not masterful. And I saw that my arms were bending up over my head and I was overreaching, which was part of the reason that my feet were going back and forth, you know. Um, the reason I share that story is because I think we have to tell everybody it's okay to have that moment of, ew, but you have to recognize that letting that stop you, you know, letting that sort of stay there and get in your way will not help you at all. Just makes you feel lousy about yourself. And then you don't make progress. Um, so the first message to our listeners is videotaping yourself is super important. If you really are committed to improving, do not let your self-conscious kind of ego stop you. I mean, right? Well, yes. However, Scott, that's easier said than done for some <laughs> folks. Okay. So I'm going to give a couple of tips on how to ease your way into video recording yourself. I've done these techniques and so I, I live by them and they have certainly helped. Record just a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. If you're preparing to give a presentation, for example, just record your opening to your presentation and then watch it. What are you noticing? How do you look? How do you sound? Do you have filler words? Is your speaking pace too quick? So it really helps you to identify how you're truly coming across. So I love breaking it up into little chunks. I feel yeah. that's more digestible yeah. for us. Mm -hmm. And these videos are so valuable because video does not lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We might wish that it did. However, it's, it's the truth of how we truly look and sound. Well, now let me add one more thing and it goes back to the swimming thing. Just watching yourself without a coach to give you a little bit of guidance can be dangerous. True. It really, <laughs> it's need, really true. You need a true. professional. <laughs> you do. You need a little professional input. And this is going to feel like sort of a shameless plug. But when I'm swimming, I was having my, as I described, my problem with my feet going back and forth. And part of the cause was my arms were bending up over my head and it was sort of pushing me around the the lane. But it was later as I was improving that aspect of my swimming that my coach said, you know, push your chin to the opposite shoulder as your hand enters the water. And I'm like, okay, so push my chin back toward my shoulder. And I did that. I never would have seen that watching the video. I never would have known to do that watching the video. He's such a great swim coach and such an expertise of the physics of yeah. swimming that suddenly I'm like, oh my gosh, I am no longer fighting myself. My feet are nice and stable. I'm swimming right down the lane. And even though I feel like I'm pushing my chin back and forth, in the video I look and it, it's staying perfectly still the way it should be. The point of all this is be careful about critiquing yourself. You may see things and conclude, oh, I'm using my hands too much, when an expert like you and I would say, it's not that you're using your hands too much, it's that you're just using them 
poorly. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to change one thing not about intentional. what you're doing. Yeah. Well, Scott, that's a really good point because I notice with clients, when they watch back a short video clip, they can easily identify, oh, that's my filler word, yeah. or I'm going crazy with my gestures, or I'm not able to make eye contact. They're able to identify what needs to be worked on. However, it's getting the skills and the techniques yeah. Yeah. to work on right. those areas. Right. What's our final thought? What would you leave our listeners with? I would say bite the bullet. If you really don't like video recording yourself, grab your phone, prop it up in your bathroom, record a minute, just give yourself one minute, watch it, watch it over again. What's standing out to you? And the more you do this, the more comfortable it's going to feel to, to watch and listen to yourself on video. It takes practice. Yeah. And I would say, think of it a little bit like, I, I use swimming, but I would say maybe like batting practice in baseball, where you go into a batting cage and everything's very artificial and set up. So you can work on your coordination system over and over and over yes. again. Set up your practice environment like that and know that, hey, I'm videotaping myself to get a little bit better. Commit to five or 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes and, uh, and do it. And then you're going to take that out into the world, into your, your actual conversations. I also want to add, when you watch back your video, instead of tearing it into 50 different pieces of yeah. how bad it was, just focus on one skill. Yeah. Just focus on one area that you want to improve on and then re-record focusing on that one area. And then when you watch that video back, you're going to see progress which is yeah. exciting. And then it, it encourages you to want to continue with this practice. Yeah, absolutely. I call them micro skills, although it's just a fancy word for what you just described. <laughs> and looking for little wins, just celebrating each little win. That, that keeps you going. Absolutely. Jennifer, yep. what is our topic for next week? Uh, next week, we're going to talk about how to close your presentation. This is really important, Scott, because it's the last impression your audience is going to have from you at the end of your presentation. Yep. And that's the last you'll see of us today <laughs> with this episode. So we hope you got a good impression. We love that you're listening. Hey, and I, I just have to say this. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a review. Um, rate us. All that stuff helps to drive more people to learn about our podcast. Thanks, Thanks everyone. All right. Bye.